From educator to podcaster and a lot of things in between. Today on Here at Home, we sit down and really get to know Chloe Weimer, host of the ever so popular Talk Truth Podcast. Welcome to the Here at Home podcast, a podcast about the people here at McGregor, their stories, their ministry, and their love for Jesus. My name is Mark Bricker, and if this is your first time to this show, welcome. And if you're enjoying the Here at Home podcast, I would encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. That way, you'll get each new episode we create delivered right into your podcast player. So join me in welcoming our guest for today's podcast. Chloe Weimer. Welcome, Chloe. Thank you, Mark. And I'm so excited. I'm excited too. This is very weird for me. I'm not going to lie. But I know. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, because you're on the other side of the table, so yeah. to speak, right? Because you are the host of the Talk Truth podcast. And we're mm-hmm. going to talk a lot about that in a little while. But you're normally the one asking the questions, but not today. This is true. So you, you're feeling a little insecure not having the control i know yeah Yeah. i'm like in a way it's kind of nice i'm like he gets to do the the hard part of guiding the conversation kick back but i don't know it it is it is a little different so we'll see how this goes sorry in advance to the listeners you're apologizing (laughs) in advance but this is kind of cool because we have had the privilege of hosting these two new podcasts yours is a little longer obviously running than the here at home one but they're relatively new for mcgregor and so for us to sit down and have a conversation kind of unique, I think, but I thought it was a great idea for us to get in the same room and uh, let the listeners get a chance to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. Because that's what we do here on Here at Home. We get to know the, we get to know the guests. Yeah. We get to know them. And, <laughs> and it goes back to, I was just, we were just looking at some photos before we started recording to 2015 mm-hmm. when I first met you. You were a senior at SFCA. Yep. Uh, and you were going to go on our medical mission trip to Guatemala that summer. And yeah. so I got to know you. In fact, I, we even have pictures of us together. Yeah, and Antigua. Antigua. And in a lot of other little villages around. Lake Atilan. Yes. Yes. I'm glad I Santiago let you say that. Santiago <laughs> and yes, yeah, a lot of those places. So I got to know you then and uh, knew you were a very special person. And But then you went away to college and... I didn't see you, but then you came back. I know. And uh, now you're s- serving as a, a teacher here at SFCA. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well. That's why I said from educator to podcaster and a lot of stuff in between. But let's get to know Chloe. So, Chloe, where were you born? <laughs> I was born in Northeast Ohio. And so I'm from a very small town called Cortland. Cortland. Yeah. It's about, oh, I don't even, I mean, it's, it's really not far from the PA border. And so I am everything Ohio State Buckeyes fan, um, basically everything Ohio fan, but the NFL, I go for the Steelers because I am closer to Pittsburgh and And the Browns are the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So how long did you live in Ohio? I lived in Ohio for until I was the end of, it was the end of my sophomore year. I was 16 when I moved to Fort Myers. So that really was home growing up. Oh yeah. And I never would have anticipated moving Mm. anywhere, like even, even within that city. So we kind of moved not super abruptly, but I, when I started my sophomore year, I had no idea that by the end of it, I'd be leaving. Mm -hmm. And that's hard when you're that age to to leave in the middle of your high school year. So you ended up here in Fort Myers. Yes. 
uh, and enrolled in SFCA right off the bat your junior year? Yeah, so I came down um, during my spring break of my sophomore year and we toured uh, the campus. We came here for an Easter Sunday and I remember we were sitting on the edge. Uh, I think it was the left side on an Easter Sunday then. And so it was packed, mm. like absolutely packed out. And we got here, what we thought was like at a good time, but there were no seats left. And I remember having to watch, uh, the, the service from the, like the side TV. The little TVs yeah. Over there. <laughs> and my mom, my mom was like mad at me. She was like, I told you we should have gotten here earlier. <laughs> and we also toured SFCA that week and we just loved it. We loved mm. the church. My mom uh, contacted McGregor before we even came down and toured because she just Googled like Baptist churches in Fort Myers. And of course, McGregor was the first one that, that popped up. And so she called and said, she asked like a couple questions about logistics logistically, like what Fort Myers was like. And she was like, and I don't even know what came over her to ask, but she was like, and do you happen to know of any Christian schools in the area? And they were like, well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> we have one right no here. One right here. Yeah. Yes. So we toured that week and we just knew that that was where my mom and dad did everything for me to be able, my myself and my brother and sister to be able to go mm. the following year. And it was life-changing, honestly. That's awesome. Tell us about the rest of your family. You just mentioned your brother and sister. Yeah. So, um, my mom and dad, they have been married since 95 and they are awesome. I look up to them so much. They have raised us to love the Lord and they, yeah, they just exemplify biblical love, self-sacrificial love so well. And um, my sister is 20 and she runs the social media for um, McGregor podcast. Mm -hmm. She is amazing. And she's also single. Job. Am I allowed to say that? Is she sure. going to kill me? She's she also might. single. She's probably going to kill me, but hey, hey. she is. Oh, she's a catch. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I love her a lot. And then my brother is, he just turned 15 on April 18th. So wow. yeah, I, I love him. He's a lot taller than me and I'm pretty tall. So how tall is he? He is like six. I think he's my, I think he's six, two or six, three now. How so, tall are you? you don't mind me asking. I'm 5'11". 5'11". Yeah. I know you're taller than me. <laughs> as, yeah. as everybody pointed out in our little video we made promoting the podcast. Oh yes. Yes. She's taller than Keeping you. our paces. That's, that's, not, that's not hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not tall. <laughs> All right. So um, we'll come back to the, pick up that story a little bit later. Let's go back to some of the things that make Chloe, Chloe. Uh, got a favorite hobby that you like to do? You know, that's, <laughs> that's a hard part of my life right now is I'm going to be honest. I've, I've struggled to like answer that. Well, I thought, I thought about that many times and I'm just like one of those people that is just like kind of really on the go a lot. And so I, this is a margin problem that I struggle mm. with. And I will be very honest about that. I, I do struggle to have hobbies or just like, not that having hobbies is, but doing something more relaxing. Yes. I I definitely struggle to rest. Right. And that is something that God has commanded us to do. But Absolutely. I've tried actually Christian who produces the show, he has challenged me a lot on that because he he takes his rest very seriously and I admire that a lot. Um but 
I do love to read and I love the beach. So if I get a chance to slow down, that's where you will find me. So, so reading really is a, for a lot of people, they would say that's a hobby. Mm -hmm. So I think that's legit. You can say yeah. when it's different someone, when you're doing it for school though. <laughs> so I, I do, I like to, but if you're, if you had the time, let's say you're at the beach and you take a favorite book. I mean, is that something you would enjoy reading something for fun? Yes. Okay. What, what, what kind of books do you like to read for fun? I, it was going to sound super nerdy, but I just like to read theology books for fun. No, that's fine. If that's what you enjoy. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, one of my best friends, Brooke Harmon, mm -hmm. she sent me recently, it's called Jesus through Middle Eastern eyes. And I love that book. It gives, um, Christ through the middle Eastern eyes is pretty self-explanatory, yeah, right. but it just walks through that perspective and it changes the way you read scripture, especially the new Testament. But they have another one that I want to get. It's called Paul through middle Eastern eyes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So any favorite authors that you like, but they put out a book, I got to read. Um, I love anything that Bob Coughlin has wrote because it's very to the point. Mm -hmm. It's concise. Um, and yeah. And John Piper, of course, there are a lot of, like, I, I, I read a, a lot of his work online. Um, and I, cause pretty, pretty much everything he, he publishes a lot of stuff that online that's free that you can read exactly. articles and things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, favorite music or artist? Well, let's, let's talk style of music. Cause I know okay. you're somewhat eclectic in this, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you know? You probably don't remember a conversation we had on that mission trip. Really? We talked about music. Okay. You don't remember? No. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That's it was, pretty funny. It was six years ago. It was on the way back from the airport back to Fort Myers. Okay. And I was listening to something. You were listening to something. And I said, <gasps> I remember what you were listening to. Oh, that, see, it's coming back. No, yes. You were listening to, was it Kansas? It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my first concert that I ever went to was Bon Jovi. Oh. So I was raised, my mom is a total eighties girl Okay, and she brought me to Bon Jovi. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of, well, I'm lying there. That's not true. I went to Corbin Blue and Vanessa Hudgens, like from high school musical, but I don't count that because that's embarrassing. So I like but to say Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say Bon Jovi cause that's way cooler. Um, but favorite so, styles of music though, genres. Yeah. I like, uh, 60s, 70s rock, but I'm also if I were to like write my own music, that, oh, that would be another hobby. Hmm, I write music. music. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but if I were to write my own music, it would probably sound something like the Lumineers. Uh, they're more like folky. Oh, okay. So yeah. But, That's that guy's name in Beauty and the Beast, isn't it? Oh, Lumineer. Lumineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be our guest. <laughs> yes, yes. I do love um, like scripturally sound worship music though. Yeah. Like, um, I listen to a lot of hymns. There's this, there are, I think there's four or five albums, but they're together for the gospel. Mm -hmm. And yep. at the conferences, they just record Bob Coughlin again, like just simply on a piano. And it's like a whole bunch of men just singing these hymns. And I have like a three and a half hour playlist. I was just telling my students today that I like listened to it while I'm running and they were like, you're so weird. And I'm like, I know, but <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Listening to hymns. Yeah. Men singing hymns while running. Yeah. yeah. Or I, a city of light. Mm-hmm. They, we sing a lot of their, their yep. music. I like them a lot. And, um, so you're all over the place. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Who are some of the people that have had the greatest influence in your life? And that could be either personally, like, you know, them 
or from afar. Okay. Wow. So definitely my mom, I think is Mm. my biggest one. Um, yeah, she has been through so much in her life and, um, so much of what she has been through has directed me or been, it has affected me. Um, but watching her like push through adversity and love people well Hmm. in the midst of pain has, has been the biggest influence on me. And it's not necessarily anything that she's said that has, um, stuck with me, but it's more been how she's lived. That's changed me. And so I would say her, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. What you just said about being able to see your mom live through that. Mm -hmm. And you're right. The, the, the fruit of her, her testimony is in her, those works and how she's lived her life. Um, anybody else? Yeah. Um, I, oh gosh, I think a lot of them honestly are just family. Like, because I've seen them like in the go, I've seen them go through the stuff, you know, people can say things all they want. You can talk from, Mm -hmm. but seeing my family, my sister, again, she is Julia who's single. Yes. Julia who's single. (laughs) She is so meek and she is willing to serve in a lot of ways that are unseen, you know? And I have, it's, it's funny because I've always like found myself in these positions where like doing the podcast, for instance, where I'm like, it's, it's a seen position or a heard Mm. position, you know? And I've struggled because I've wanted to be more like my sister and have like the, the behind the scenes. Cause I want to be more humble, but then Mm. I've wondered, I'm like, do I, do I want to be more humble? Like that's not necessarily humility. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I've admired the way that she has, how she has taken the roles that God has given her and she has done them with excellence and she cares so much about each and everything that's before her. Like she, even something simple, like she helps with the cafe here Mm -hmm. and she just shows up so faithfully and she does it with all of her heart and that's her worship, but you won't hear her sing, you know, you won't hear her get on a podcast, but like she will take that and run with it. And I just think that that's so cool. And then I do have one more, um, pastor Howard has Mm -hmm. been like, he's, I have no words, honestly, like he, I changed, um, a lot when I first came to SFCA and a lot of it was due to his teaching. Mm. And so, and he has, there was a lot of things that I struggled with theologically, um, during, but mostly post-college my first year of teaching. And I just went back to him, you know, and he was just consistently loving me, even though I like, had questions, you know, and he helped me. He, he didn't necessarily just say, here's the answer. He's, he pointed me in the direction of where to find the answer. Just like told me to look for it on my own, you know? And so it's the best way to learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. Well, share, share a little bit about how you came to know the Lord personally. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was born into a Christian home by the grace of God. And, um, I was saved when I was five and baptized that year. And then um, moving forward, I definitely, I know that I had actually accepted the Lord into my heart because I think back to times when I had sinned and I had felt conviction, Mm, you know, and I was definitely repentant after. And so 
um, I believe that I was truly saved when I was five. But then when I hit um, middle school, I, I, I just like, I fell into peer pressure like a lot. Like I just, I loved to have fun. I loved to be like, you like with, to have fun. What? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved to be with people and have the attention of people and yeah. And so I fell into peer pressure a lot. And, um, so at the end of sophomore year, I was just like, growing further and further away from the Lord and definitely regressing in, in how I was living. And I would talk the talk, you know, but I wouldn't walk it at all. And then God uprooted me, <laughs> brought me over here. And there was, yeah, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. And um, truly every good thing that has happened um, since that move has been, it's come out of McGregor. Mm, and wow. It's so cool to see his hand and his his sovereignty um, over my life when I just even when I didn't want it, you know. And so, but my I, he drew me near to him in the classroom that I'm teaching now, like literally in the physical classroom that the I'm sitting in room. right oh, now wow. that I'm a teacher in and teaching the same curriculum. You know, it's the stuff that rocked my world mm-hmm. then, and so I have a whole heart for it that. Most people probably wouldn't even understand, but it, it, even on days, like I'm at the end of the school year now and it, and it's driving me to finish it, you yeah. know, because I'm like leaning into that passion that mm. he gave me then. Well, speaking of that passion to teach, when did, when did that first start kind of percolating in your mind that you wanted to be a teacher? Well, <laughs> the whole reason I went on that medical mission trip, Mark, is because I never wanted to be a teacher. When I was, when I was little, <laughs> I said, when people would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I said, I'll be anything when I grow up other than a teacher and I don't want to work with kids. And um, I said, never. I don't know if I just said that in that sentence, but when I, I found that when I say never, God Mm. just likes to flip that around. So I, I don't know if I'm like kind of manipulative now where I say, I'll go to Ohio because I do not actually <laughs> want to go to Ohio. Ohio. But yeah, I, I don't know. I gen, I don't know why I didn't want to. Well, there were, there, I guess there are a couple things. Like I, I'm, I can be, I, I, there were a couple of times when I was like growing up where I just felt like I was really intense and I didn't have like the, the compassion to, to show love to children. Um, but God just like worked in my heart a lot about that and showed me that like those things that I was believing about myself weren't necessarily true. They were just things that like were said once to me and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's who I am. Yeah. Um, but then a couple other things happened and I, well, I went on that mission trip and I, I was going to be a nurse. I thought that I was going to be a missionary nurse (laughs) and, I knew on that mission trip that I was not going to be a nurse. <laughs> I don't know why I, I watched Grey's Anatomy and I think that that made me think that I could handle it, but I just, I do not like blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know why I did that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I remember I went to pick out my college courses and when I, I, I had like a, an emotional breakdown and <laughs> my mom was like, Chloe, you work with the Sunday school and you love working with those kids. Like, why don't you just do that? And as soon as she said that, it was like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. And this piece came over me mm. that I just, I, I 
truly can't really explain. Um, and so I went all four years of college, not really knowing how this education thing was going to work out because I didn't necessarily feel to feel called to a typical classroom. And I was in history classes cause my degree is in secondary history ed. And, um, I just, every time we talked about history or like whatever subject it was, I was always bringing it back to like the Bible. And I just knew that there was something there with like either Christian education or, um, teaching Bible, working in ministry somehow. And yeah, I didn't really look for all of the things that are happening to me right now, but like God brought them God, to me God and it's knew, yes. so cool. Yeah. That really is neat. Yeah. And you're in your second year coming to the almost to the finish of your second year of teaching, right? Yes. SFCA. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're looking forward to the summer. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I, I love, I love my kids, but man, you get tired. It's by a, the, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I have to be here at seven 30 and I'm like, I'm dragging in barely at seven 30 every day. I'm not, I think that I'm a morning person, but then you get to the end of the school year and you're like, man, I could really use an extra hour. <laughs> it gets tough. Yes. Yeah. My mom uh, was a teacher all basically her whole career. She was an educator, both high school and some junior college level stuff. But, oh, cool. So I have a great appreciation for you teachers. Very much. My I dad think. was a teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. He so. taught like trig and all these smart things that I could never yeah. do. My mom was an <laughs> English teacher. I should have listened to her a little bit more too growing up. <laughs> I'd have been better off. All right. So you, you started a little side hustle with a podcast back, was it last year? Yeah, it was last, I think it was September. Last September. Pretty sure. Uh, called Talk Truth. Tell us how that came about. How did that get started? What, what, what gave you the inspiration to do that? Yeah. Okay. So when I came out of college, I, well, I'm going, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So I always, um, have loved broadcasting and I have dabbled in like little things. I used to be the host of like an, an improv show in college. And wow. we like had like a recording studio and it was really cool. And I don't know. I just thought it was so fun. I did broadcasting in high school and just always had like a, a thing for it. And then, um, when I graduated college, I saw that podcasts were just becoming like bit, like it was almost like talk radio has come mm. back in this new way. And I listened to them all the time and especially theology ones I was into. And so I was talking to my good friend, her name's Lily Gray. I love her. And she, I was, she was just like challenging me on different things. Like what I'm, I think we were talking about hobbies and, and things like that. And I, I told her how I had for about a year been considering starting a podcast and she was like, well, why don't you just do it? And I had reasons why I didn't start in the year before I was just wrestling with different questions. The ones that I was going to pastor Howard about actually. And I just didn't feel like I was in a place to, to, star that, right. to start something like that. You kind of have to figure out the things you believe before you start, <laughs> you know? And so, um, I started it, but, um, it, and it was a lot of fun. The four episodes that I did very, uh, lengthy season, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So if you go back and listen, I did all that on my iPhone and, it was a one man band and it was pretty, yeah, it's kind of rough, but it was a lot of fun. Um, but what I didn't like about it was I didn't feel like I had the accountability to 
talk about things in the Bible without being able to bounce it off of like an elder team, you know, or even just, I, I just felt like I could put anything out on the internet and say anything about God and people could potentially believe it and it would change their perspective. That's one of the dangers of, yeah, it's, it's intimidating to upload anything onto the internet, but if I'm going to be, I mean, I could say something about myself on this episode and have it just, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But when you're talking about the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. that's not something that you want to play around with. And so I took a break and I was like, I'm just going to set this to the side and I don't know, I'll figure it out when I get to it. But I was also starting my master's again and like a lot of different things were going on. And so I was at church one day and Christian who produces came up to me and said, Hey, so I love your podcast and I am like part of my job description is starting this podcast ministry at the church. And I was wondering if you'd be interested in me pitching it to Mark or wh whoever it was that he was, I think he pitched it to you and Jeff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, then I was like, well, sure. And I was excited about it in the moment, but because I didn't know what would happen with it, I didn't let myself like dwell on it too much. And for a couple months, like Christian and I had talked back and forth, like brief, briefly about it, but I just held out on getting exciting, excited until January when he like sent me a picture of the studio, like that it was actually happening. I was like, okay, now I'm excited. And so, yeah, my, but my heart for talk truth has been all about, um, literally what the mission is like answering life questions biblically. Mm. And I hope that listeners will benefit from it in the same way that I am. Like when I, when I receive these questions from listeners and I do the research and I'm talking about them, like, yes, I think that I know the, the answer beforehand when I receive the question, but like actually having to do the research and like reach out to the right people and actually having the conversation I'm, I'm even growing, mm. you know, within each episode. And so it's just really cool to open the word of God and know that God wrote it, not necessarily, well, it's not about you, you know, but it's for, it's for, for you. Us, you yes. can be changed by it, you know, and those questions that you struggle with and that you wrestle with late at night have already been answered. It just takes the work to, mm. to read into it. And so. it helps having people come along that have spent more time studying it to help you sometimes with that. And that's exactly. kind of what you like to do is bring folks on your show that, that have a lot of experience in dealing with some of those issues and some of those topics and some of those questions. I, you, you never get a chance to listen to uh, what Christian and I do on Thursday afternoons at 2.30. Uh, we go live for a few minutes on Instagram and Facebook, but uh, we just did one right before uh, we recorded this, but we have a chance to uh, promote your podcast. And I, I think, that, you know, I have really enjoyed listening to those podcasts and I Aww. get so much out of them. And I hear so many other people talking about how much they enjoy them. And it, it's interesting. It's, it's while every topic might not be one that I would think, oh yeah, that's something that I would, you know, I'm struggling with, but I still always learn something. And hmm. so I think it's a great educational tool uh, where, where people are hearing the truth uh, from God's word. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of, of talk truth. It's a good name. Did you come up with that? <laughs> I, Lily and I, that okay. night when we talked on the phone, she, she took out her phone and she like, or her iPad and she just dream boarded. Like mm. I was verbally processing everything. And I was like, I want to like spread truth. I want to talk. And she was like, Throw, truth talk, 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 talk awesome. truth. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So, um, any other uh, really big life-altering news events going on in your life recently, or within the last several months? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm recently engaged Yay! to the love of my life. That is so awesome. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Cody Styling. Cody. Yes. All right. <laughs> when uh, when's the big day? December 11th. December 11th. Not too far off. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm kind of blushing right now. You're <laughs> picking that up on the camera, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. He is, after being saved, he's the best thing that has ever happened to me, truly. And, and uh, he supports your podcast ministry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's behind you on this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he definitely is. He... Um, he feels called into pastoral ministry and he, he's an accountant, but he is going to be graduating, um, from Southern seminary, how we met actually, which I can tell that story, which is really funny. It is a funny story. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, he, he will be graduating in December, technically a day before we get married. So oh, he's wow. not going to walk, Okay. <laughs> but he likes to joke and tell people that he's going to walk and then get on a plane and fly down just in time for the wedding. And like, I no, don't laugh. It's not, it's not happening. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, he'll, he'll walk in May and yeah, we're just we're really excited. Well, tell the story, how, how you guys met. Yeah. So I, all of it kind of like comes back to just all these things that God had. It's just his sovereignty and like his, to the way that he's orchestrated everything for, and both of Cody and I, like our passions and mm. the timing of talk truth and things like that. But I went back to, um, I started seminary, uh, last spring and with COVID things and other life things, I took a pause and then picked back up in the fall, well, actually in the winter term. And so I took personal evangelism and um, Old Testament and um, personal evangelism. I It was the last week of the class. I had never gone to a Zoom meeting and I had, so you already see where this is going. I yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the class, but it just didn't, they weren't mandatory and I have a lot going on, so I just didn't go. But there was a Q&A on the last, epi on not episode, the last uh, class. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom session, meeting. whatever it was. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. Um, and I, I did think it was mandatory. I don't know why that <laughs> I thought why that. You went. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I went. God but, needed to get you there. <laughs> I did think it was mandatory. So that's why I went. But I had just run three miles and I looked really gross. And I, I don't know. And so I, this professor, he was awesome. His name is Dr. Booker. That's how you say it, I think. Um, but I, uh, he, he was doing a Q&A and I, asked two questions. The questions that he was getting were kind of like what I thought were boring. I was like, we've just sat through like seven weeks. Let's spice it Let's up a little bit. this class yeah. up a little bit. So I asked, I asked a couple <laughs> questions that were related to um, some struggles that I have in my classroom and um, something more related to like evangelism. And he answered my questions, the professor. And then two minutes later, I get this message from this guy and it said, those were some really great questions. Mine is, are you single? <laughs> and so I was like, what a line. yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good line, but I did stay stone cold Steve Austin. Like I had no emotion on my face. I didn't even want to open it. I just was, 
Yeah. And, and, and two days before I went to the founders conference that was hosted here at the church and I, um, I was just convicted because I was being, I was just very bitter about being single. And then in the conference, I was just, I was just convicted because there are so many bigger things that I could be mm. thinking about other than my singleness, specifically God, if you're not picking up what I'm putting down. So yeah, then, um, Cody, um, and I, oh, so then I didn't answer him on zoom and I had also heard that the, the owner of a zoom meeting can see private messages. Like if they were to pull up the, the log, the log. Yeah. yeah the chat log. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how true that is, but that's what I've heard. Either. And so that was another reason why I didn't message him back. And then a couple hours later, I'm still laughing about this guy. I'm like, that was a really funny pickup line. And so this is super lame and nerdy, but I messaged him on our school website and I said, just FYI, pretty sure the professor can see when you send a private message. But to answer your question, yes, I am single. Hope you have a great night. And the rest is history. So. Boom. Wow. Yeah. So that started the friendship. Yes. Yeah. It led to more. Yeah. But he, he complimented after that, he complimented my relationship with the Lord and my, he, he said that I seemed intelligent and like the things that he was complimenting me on weren't exterior, but they were more about like the things that I had been talking about. And that's what mm. made him interested in me. And Absolutely. that's what made me interested in him, you know? So it's rare, so but things that matter. Yes. Yeah. yeah the inner qualities, the inner beauty. Yes. Yeah. That's neat. So getting married in December. Yay. Yeah. That's exciting. I think the listeners, and, and I hope a whole bunch of the talk truth, uh, followers, listeners are listening to this because they might now know you just a little bit better after listening to this because they get to know you. So thank you so much, Chloe, for being a part of this. I so appreciate uh, you taking the time out of your busy yeah. schedule with no margin. Oh my uh, goodness. To come over here and, uh, be a guest on Here at Home Podcast. So, Thank you for having me, thank Mark. You, thank you so much. So that wraps up another episode of Here at Home. And thank you listeners for being a part of our Here at Home Podcast community. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please take a moment to do that. And while you're subscribing, you might want to check out our other podcast channels like Talk Truth, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure all the folks that listen to Here at Home are already listening to Talk Truth. But just in case they're not, Head on over and listen to Talk Truth. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks back here at home. <laughs>